Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Support the podcast over on Patreon.com backslash Farron, or visit our website at HungryForApples.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Today I want to talk about the basis from which I teach, the being in the body thing, but that life's experiences, what we've been given, are the root to the celebration of life itself. And this isn't something we can chase or create in a snap without actually doing some work first. People can talk all day long about monumental spiritual experiences while they at the same time struggle to share how this affects their lives long term. These monumental experiences turn into repeated pilgrimages that the energetics of tend to act like invisible ink or something that washes off over time, creating yet another way to experience a sense of loss which, I am sure you can agree, life gives us plenty of. So why add more? Why create more loss? Or better yet, why does this happen? The why is because we create an out-of-body experience that we can recreate only within certain parameters, but are often not actually integrated. This might be why there are so many cranky or rude spiritual leaders misunderstanding the very vibration they carry with them. That creates the basis from which they teach without them even realizing it. To create a higher self-worth, personal resonance, celebration of life, personal flow, effective perspective, and true abundance, it is important to sort out how we view our experiences and and ultimately ourselves. So let me go over this list again. A higher self-worth. What does that mean? Confidence and acceptance of ourselves, the way we see ourselves and the way we talk to ourselves, the inner voice, the critic, the self-love, the whether or not we give ourselves congratulations when we do something easy or hard, depending on how we look at everything. Personal resonance. This is how we actually carry ourselves in the world. The way we meet people, the way we walk around, the way we stand, our body language, all of that is part of personal resonance. Celebration of life. The way we view our life. Not the inner critic part, but the actual umbrella view. How everything falls together. Personal flow. Well, that's the part where We follow what is true for us, regardless of what other people think of us. This isn't an easy thing to find, but once you find it, it is so worth it. An effective perspective. Our own way of seeing and doing, very much related to personal flow, except it is less about, except it's more about the doing And personal flow has more to do with listening to our inner being. And then 
of course, true abundance. Abundance is the recognition of value. So, in order to create more value, we need to recognize the value that we already have, that we've been given, that we create, that we use. All of these things take part in how we experience our lives. Here's a great quote from Matt Kahn. And if you're just new to this podcast, you're going to hear a lot about Matt Kahn over time. Um, Very important teacher. If you've never heard of him, check out his books, go to YouTube, etc. So here's the quote. Vibration is the energetic frequency of self-worth. No matter how you feel about the vibration word, you can understand that self-worth is actually what emanates from us. How we look out at the world and how the world sees us are interchangeable physically, even if mentally we are in a totally other zone. How we feel literally. You don't have to be extra sensitive to get this going in your mind. Think about Think about this, yelling at someone to be quiet. This is a very common thing to think about. This is something that, you know, happens when you're a kid. But if you really get into that, it makes zero sense yelling at someone to be quiet. The main focus of how I approach my teaching is as follows. You are consciousness driving a body through a spiritual experience we call life. Think about it this way. Have you ever been in a fast-moving car or something moving through a beautiful and amazing landscape? Sure, the fastness feels good, the momentum is invigorating, but the landscape is completely lost in it. The idea here is that we become extremely aware of the energy we hold without wasting it or using it for things that actually deplete it. We can do it all, it's just how much and when. In yoga, in the practice of moving the body, we train ourselves to be good at choosing these moments and use them to help build our connection to the environment around us, which inherently builds our energy and life's natural momentum takes us on a journey. This is how life turns into a celebration. So if you want to create a higher self-worth, more personal resonance, get into the celebration of life, find your personal flow, have an effective perspective, and true abundance, the most logical route is to learn the resources you've been given, which means get into the body and listen from the inside out. To me, this is so important. I literally have arranged the way I teach my classes around this. And granted, I do focus on moving the body, but when I teach, I'm very much looking to see how people feel about what they're doing without using words or anything like that. Just noticing how it affects us when we choose to do a simple thing or a challenging thing, whether we decide it's hard or whether it's easy and we take, go at it in a more challenging way, all of these things, we can go through any of these things on the yoga mat, whether you use a mat or not, doesn't even matter. 
if it doesn't even have to be yoga, it can be any movement practice. This is the way that we can figure out how our body works and how we can move through the world in an effective way. And what does effective even mean? It just means that you're listening to what is actually for you versus what other people are telling you. These things take time. It takes time to switch off the inner critic. It takes time to get away from the things we've been told that don't necessarily resonate with us. None of this happens all at once. And we can't even put it in any specific order. The only thing we can do is move through and watch and call ourselves out on things, whether or not we're doing an inner critic thing, speaking badly to ourselves. Maybe we're speaking badly in our head to other people. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that you need to notice that that's happening because that is going to affect your personal resonance. The way you interact with the world will be affected by that. It doesn't matter if you have a lot of time where you've spent in the darkness. Many people spend a lot of time in the shadows. I spent a lot of time there and it's very valuable. And I have to tell you from experience, those things teach us a lot and the shadow portion doesn't ever go away. Wherever there's light, there is dark. And that's just the way it is. It's learning how to work with what you've been given and to associate a more positive outlook with the things that we do for ourselves in our lives. This is why I think this is so important to, to pay attention and to really take note of what interactions we've had, the way we speak to people, the way we speak to ourselves. And the reason that this helps me when I practice, when I'm on my own mat, is because I, I have given myself the time to, to really watch how I think about my body, how I think about making shapes with the body, yoga poses, transitions between poses, how deep my breathing is, whether or not I'm actually paying attention to the breath, all of these things take part in the spiritual experience that is life. Sure, your yoga practice can be a spiritual experience in and of itself. But in order for it to really be effective, we need to pull that out and bring it with us in our daily lives. Put what we learn on the mat into our lives this is the most effective way to really understand our self-worth. Until I really got a handle of the way that I was talking to myself in my head, I could not get a handle of my self-worth. And without getting a handle on my self-worth, I could not get a handle on personal resonance, the way I interact. And in order to do that, I had to start breathing deeper and move more effectively. All of these things don't have to happen in any particular order. It's just that understanding that 
a celebration is possible if we start to let these things unravel and we pay attention to just how awesome life can be. Getting into the body, being here on the planet, in the body, is the way to celebrate life. Many people try to separate themselves. I tried to separate myself for a really long time. I know some amazing spiritual people that also spent a lot of time in that separation. And the thing that we were missing out on was the actual essence of what is going on here. Being on the planet, being alive, being human, the essence of life. And that is self-worth, vibration, energetic frequency. Once you get a handle on where you are within the self-worth and you start to give yourself, you know, some props, congratulate yourself on simple actions, all of this starts to come into play. And the play is that celebration of life. It's a natural momentum that starts to happen once you rid yourself of all the excess that we were taught at a young age. Now, it's not like anybody taught us these things out of malice. It's just that people were teaching us based on what they understand. And it's highly possible that it didn't really make much sense to you. I know that the things I was taught as a child don't make much sense to me now. They didn't make sense to me then. But this being in the body thing, taking action from my heart center instead of what I think about is the most amazing choice that I ever made. And it came naturally once I started going through this process. I hope that this has been at least a little bit interesting. Maybe you have some questions. I would love to hear about it. Outside of that, see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.